Good morning, dear faithful, on this great feast day of the great St. Catherine of Siena. We need no introduction to the great Catherine of Siena. And this Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Reverend Father Thomas Hickey, requested by Maria Stefanski. And uh, we would like to remind you tomorrow we will have our Mass usually on Friday at 6.30, of course, live stream to all of you in honor of St. Joseph. But also later in the afternoon at 5 p.m. Connecticut time, we will be having our first Friday adoration, and so we will live stream that. And then we are also in union with the consecration of the United States and Canada in honor of Our Lady. And so we will be mindful of that intention. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Just a brief description of St. Catherine of Siena. I believe that all of us are very familiar with her story and her life and her dedication. And being such a great witness of the faith, also because it was truly her that during times in in the church around the year 1300 we recall that that the holy papacy was transferred from rome the city of rome to the city of avignon france and so we had these successions of the avignon papacy where the papacy, through weakness, through political strife, moved from the eternal city and resided for, for time in Avignon. And it was truly St. Catherine who persuaded and convinced by the light of the Holy Ghost who guided her to convince then Pope Gregory to return back to Rome. And during that time in Rome, it was very similar. The, the church had fallen into moral collapse, ruin of many uh, infidelities. And also the weakness of the Pope was really demonstrated when, when the Avignon papacy was then exiled to, to France. So we recall also our present-day situation where we do have a Holy Father, we do have the hierarchy, but our current world situation and uh, church situation is probably similar to how St. Catherine saw in her age, but maybe even more. Through our infidelity, through our lack of faith, through our coldness of charity. And that is why today, such a powerful feast day, today, let us continue to Pray for the intercession of St. Catherine to help Holy Mother Church in these very difficult times of our world and of our church. And in addition to praying to St. Catherine today and also learning about her life, there is quite a great article that, uh, that Professor Peter Kwasniewski had uh, had written recently about the life of St. Catherine and how 
we should try to practice her life, especially in the good virtues that she exemplified, especially that of courage, that of fraternal correction, and that of holy obedience to God and to Holy Mother Church. So let us continue then and explore more of St. Catherine's life. But in addition, let us continue to, to delve into our Catholic faith by learning more about the sacramentals which can help us during this time and can help us also promote a, a better means too of receiving other graces. We do know that the sacraments are all powerful because they are instituted by Christ himself. But also there are other means which have the power to obtain for us blessings and favors from God and that we could use today. Because through the sacraments we obtain grace of God, as I said, for our immortal souls. But God gave us other means by which we might procure for ourselves his blessings. We may obtain favors from God by prayer, by almsgiving, by hearing of the word of God and the use of sacramentals. See, the word sacramental is applied both to the blessing or consecration given by the church or to, and to the objects blessed or consecrated. Vestiges of God's anger after the fall of man may still be detected here on earth in such evils such as sickness, just like the plague we are receiving today in which we are adding that special collect every day for the deliverance from pestilence. In the old rite, we have that collect that is very powerful to, to pray. So I encourage all priests who who use the traditional form to use this powerful collect. We also have the evils such as death, which we are experiencing during this, uh, this season, especially every day, and the many wars, atrocities, and enmities between men. The earth is indeed a veil of tears. To aid mankind, Christ blessed and exorcised, and also gave his apostles the power to expel evil spirits and to heal the sick. Of this power, the church often makes use. Through her ministers, her ordained ministers, she blesses or consecrates various objects. She petitions God to drive away the devil and to heal the sick. When she blesses or consecrates, the church makes use of sensible signs, such as the sign of the cross or holy water. And when she consecrates, she uses holy oil, such as that of the anointing and also blessings. A light is sometimes kindled to signify the Savior, the light of the world. Often the blessed and or consecrated objects are incense to indicate that these sacramentals must be employed with pious dispositions of the soul. And we recall especially the great sacramentals of Ash Wednesday with the ashes that were blessed and sanctified, that were blessed with holy water that was exorcised, especially that of blessed incense. 
And in a similar way, the blessed candles that we used for Candlemas Day on February 2nd, just same similar fashion. And also another example, that of the blessed uh, palms that we had distributed here in church. We Unfortunately, we were not here present, but those who came to, to, uh, to prayer here at church was able to obtain these powerful sacramental of palms. It's not simply a decoration. It's not simply a sentimental thing that you say, oh, every year we would receive holy palms every, and then you make them into crosses. No, the, in the old rite especially, in the powerful prayers that is constituted into these palms that are to be blessed are to ward off sickness, devil, and especially to help us with our Lenten journey. And so let us look at the prayers that were used to consecrate, to bless these objects and take these not for granted, dear faithful. The rosary that you have in your hands, in your pocket, in your, in your home, the blessed medals such as that of St. Benedict, you know, these are normally exorcised and blessed on top of that. And so let us always ask the priest if, if they are able to, and I believe all priests are able to, especially in the, in the Western Church, in the Roman Catholic Church, to use the older rituals because the older rituals contain more of these constitutive blessings rather than simply asking the Lord that it be blessed, but rather it in the older older forms of the rituals, they are more constituted by the minister and therefore objectively are made more powerful to use and also depending on the subject who uses them. So let us be mindful of that, dear faithful, how, how holy water can either be blessed simply or you can even have the more powerful exercised holy water that we make here at church, you know, normally in the normal times. But also we remember the epiphany water that we consecrate and exercise. The Easter water that unfortunately we did not make because unfortunately we did not have then the ability to bless the font. But hopefully we can make the powerful Pentecost water exercised and blessed when Pentecost comes. And that is something that is, that is now abandoned, uh, this rite of the Easter vigil. Oh, sorry, the Pentecost Vigil, which we will be able to do and to use especially the, the great sacramental that is produced from that Vigil Mass of Pentecost, which is that of Pentecost water. And so sacramentals, we know, they are often blessed and incensed and also that they must be employed with pious dispositions of soul. So many of us carry it, but we need to have a proper disposition to use these great sacramentals. Sacramentals are akin to sacraments. They are not the same, but they are similar. But the sacraments have far greater efficacy. We must remember that as fellow Catholics. And we are grateful that our Holy Mother Church, which preserves all of the instituted sacraments of God, being the true religion of God, have all of the sacraments that God revealed and instituted to us. Sacramentals are also are so-called such sacramentals because of their resemblance to sacraments, right? sacramental and versus sacrament. In both these are words and signs 
which signify supernatural power and represent invisible things and invisible blessings. So water, of course, we know denotes purification and blessing and cleansing. Oil signifies healing. But the sacraments are have incomparably greater efficacy than the sacramentals. For example, Blessed Eucharist is much more powerful, and the, the blessed the blessed sacrament of confession is more efficacious than the act of perfect contrition, if we see that objectively, sacraments and sacramentals. See, the sacraments impart to us sanctifying grace, whereas the sacramentals prepare and dispose the soul to receive sanctifying grace more easily. Moreover, the sacramentals derive their power from the prayer of the church. See, the priest blesses or consecrates only in the name of the church, whereas the sacraments have the efficacy in themselves by reason of their institution by Christ. If, for example, the prescribed words and the proper external sign are used in conferring the sacrament of baptism and no obstacle is placed in the way, the effect, the remission of sin, is immediately obtained. When the sacramentals are used, the effect is neither certain nor immediate. What the faithful obtain for their use is the intercession of the church, which has, of course, great efficacy in the sight of God. Some sacramentals confer temporal benefits. Others confer actual graces or the remission of venial sin. Sacramentals are not necessary for salvation as are the sacraments. The external form of the sacramentals differs from that of the sacraments. It must be noticed at the outset that the forms used in the sacramentals are always deprecatory. That is, they beg God to bestow this or that grace or favor upon those who would make use of them worthily and with the right disposition. So let us remember that, that these prayers we should be mindful whenever we ask the priest to bless our Holy Rosary. Let us review then the prayer and see how efficacious uh, these implorations are and how constituted they are. The more we pray, especially the older forms of the prayers, the more then the apt the, the created object has to help dispose you to receiving grace. See, by the sacramentals, the priest invokes the blessing of God upon the persons or things. See, objects are only blessed for the sake of persons who use them or on whose behalf they are used, such as the green scapular, when we use those green scapulars for the conversion of others. The following are blessings which are customarily conferred upon persons. We remember the blessing of the whole congregation after each Mass, except Requiem Masses. The blessing of the penitent, of communicants, of couples being married, of women after childbirth, of the blessing of throats on the Feast of St. Blaise, the last blessing, which is that at death. 
and the blessing of the remains of the departed faithful. The following are examples of blessings conferred on things, such as eggs, bread, and meat at Easter time. The blessing of wine, which we did on the Feast of St. John last year during the octave of Christmas. And the blessing of the harvest during the procession on the Feast of St. Mark on the three rogation days, which precede the Ascension Feast. The blessing of homes, of schools, of ships, and of other objects and apparatus of which men make frequent use. And that, that is why it was such a blessing to come and visit your homes during the Epiphany Tide where we blessed and incensed and sanctified your homes for the new year during the great feast of the Epiphany. And we remember too, of course, exorcisms belongs to the blessings conferred upon persons. This blessing consists in commanding the devil to depart in the name of Christ from possessed persons or things. The power to expel unclean spirits Christ bestowed upon his apostles. Exorcisms are employed at baptism and when holy water is blessed. We remember that water is exorcised and the salt that is contained that is contained in the holy water is also exercised separately. Cases of possession or obsession by the devil rarely occur in the present day. I believe this is outdated, so I think it is even more prevalent nowadays, the cases that we hear about of possession, of obsession. Exorcism in such case can be performed by a priest only with the permission of the bishop. We must remember that. And so let us be careful too of, of other uh, things too that relate to exorcisms of what we call deliverance prayers which should only be done truly by a, 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 du, um, a duly qualified priest who has the permissions who, who can do it publicly or in the name of the bishop. And we can for all the faithful, we are encouraged to pray the Holy Rosary, to receive the Blessed Sacrament, but also especially the prayer of St. Michael. But as the faithful who are present, who hear this, we are not able to perform the minor exorcisms or any of that sort, which unfortunately have been promoted by priests who say that they are able to. So let us be careful also of the sources of, of these things, these instructions where uh, priests claim that you can do all of these deliverance prayers, all of these binding prayers, maybe in, that, in a booklet that is being offered to all the faithful. Let us be careful and be mindful because of how, how uh, these blessings should really be done by a qualified priest. And we can only do certain ones that are allowed by the faithful. But that really takes discernment. That really takes, we must be really instructed on that and not take the word of only a few priests. You know, we, we, they, we must be really careful in this domain, dear faithful. So let us continue to only use truly the, the means of sanctification that are ordinarily given to, from the church to all of you and not to seek extra, extra things that seem to be far away or, or unlocked or found, discovered by by small sources 
let us try to use all of those things that have been passed on by us by the church and that have been approved by the church so that we are careful with what we do see the ceremonies of blessings are usually performed by priests those of consecrations are generally by bishops such as when the bishop consecrates the chalice and the patent for use at mass that has to be consecrated and blessed by the bishop unless he gives it a delegation to the priest to bless several blessings are reserved to the pope or to the bishops the laity laity can also bless but never in the name of the church their blessing is the more efficacious the more intimately they are united to god parents frequently bless their children for example before they retire when they begin a journey before a wedding ceremony or at the hour of death and superiors of religious communities bless those whom they have charge over so let us be mindful of this great feast of saint catherine of siena how she was inspired and especially by our lord and by the holy ghost to help restore the church bit by bit especially with her involvement and her contributions to restoring the papacy back to the eternal city of rome and how we should always try to be faithful in the traditional magisterium in the teachings of the church and that is why we try to promote here these catechetical lessons uh, during these times so that we may remember what truly our Catholic faith has in store. It's like a big treasure chest, as I've said, that we keep digging and digging and we never find the end of this, the bottom of this treasure chest of the treasures of the church. And so I hope that some of you do use truly and devoutly certain sacramentals. For example, that of the holy scapulars, which uh, we can wear devoutly in honor of Our Lady, in honor of the other mysteries of faith that the other scapulars are, because there's more than one type of scapular, we know that. We also can use devoutly the miraculous medal of Our Lady, also the exercised medal of St. Benedict. We can also use at the homes holy water, and we have a tank here still filled with blessed and exercised holy water that you can use to bottle that you can bottle your little one, a little bottle of holy water that you could take back home. We also have the Holy Rosary. We have the many other good things that the church provides. So let us use these sacramentals with devotion and not with superstition or anything of that sort. Let us try to use them devoutly and to see that these are ways to help dispose us to receive even more the blessings and graces of God. So let us do that together as a family. Let us do that in honor of St. Catherine. Let us do that for the honor and glory of Holy Mother Church. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.